What's up, everybody? Whoa. Welcome back to a new podcast. It is episode 22. Parker just set up all of the equipment and he's dropping his speakers. He has his headphones stuck. He can't get it out of the desk. <laughs> wow, I was not prepared at all. Did I rush you into that too fast? I pressed record this time. Usually you press record, so I need to get that, uh, get it down because I, don't, I haven't practiced it at all. That was too funny. That's the first time Parker ever pressed record. I was like, hey, can you set up the camera? Because I was getting the memory card for our, our recording device. And it was like, as soon as you said you pressed record, it was like pure panic in your eyes. You're like <laughs> shuffling all over the desk and everything. So much to do. <laughs> well, we are officially on episode number 22. I did episode 21 by myself yesterday. Not I easy. I haven't seen it yet. Not easy. Uh, I talked about the, my whole day of how I got a flat tire, how I got a nail on my tire. I went to 714. And then I got into a really deep conversation about how um, I used to drive around Huntington Beach and I used to hate one of the jobs I used to work at. Yeah. And I used to, I talked about how I would tell myself just like to stay calm and not worry and one day it'll work out. Yeah. And like I told you yesterday, dude, I was driving down Jamboree in my E92 M3 with the windows down, with a roll cage in the back seat and a sick exhaust and even to like all these crazy things. And I was yeah. like, it was like ecstasy, dude. Yeah, I was in such a good mood. So I had a really good day yesterday and I just kind of wanted to share some inspiration. And dude, I got like eight comments on it or seven and people are like, dude, this is really cool. That's dope. But it's not easy talking to yourself for 29 minutes, bro. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I could do it at all. You, just, you have to try it. I have, I want people to pressure Parker to do a solo podcast by himself. I feel day. like I'd just, I'd say something and then for like a full minute, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> just looking around. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, well. Speaking of ham, Parker and I have generated nine million, like, uh, I almost said in-house jokes. What is it? Well, I, I didn't know where you were going with this. I thought you were going to say dollars. No, 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 no. No, I, no. I'm talking about like in, inside jokes between yeah. you and I. I well, said, yeah, we always just say like dumb stuff, and it's always from a TikTok. The last like six months, it's been TikTok or like, like some Instagram thing. Yeah, and then like we'll say it for a week straight. And then we get like annoyed by it and eventually like, stop saying it. Man. And we find something else to like kind of <laughs> catch on to. I feel like we do that a lot. And we, I remember like, uh, one of my ex-girlfriends I dated, she had, um, you know, those things when you go on a target and they have those bouncy balls and the huge carrier thing. Yeah. You can buy a big, like, it's like a beach ball kind of, yeah. she used to buy those and she used to write all her inside jokes and she would cover the ball in Sharpie <laughs> and she'd write her inside, like the funny jokes with their friends yeah and then she'd look at it you know a year five ten years later and then all those jokes would come back i need to write down my jokes like that because we have so yeah. many we have so many jokes on beach balls not beach balls but the actual bouncy balls that are at target that's an interesting idea i just thought it was so cool because like it gets lost in a notebook or like it's lost in your phone yeah you always have like that that beach ball with you wherever you go it's just kind that's of a true. cool thing to have i was like that's, well, that's we would fun. have like 30 of those We'd probably have a hundred, bro, at yeah, this time. There's so many like little things that we say. Yeah, we have so many. So uh, Parker and I did our daily Diet Coke run today, and he had um, he filmed and I helped him film a video on his new uh, mount for his phone. Parker, can you explain that? Because it seems like this is like like the KWs of home, like phone holders. It's yeah. <laughs> so I spent like fifty bucks on this thing, which is I don't know if that's a lot for a phone mount. Kind of seems like it. Um, but in my last car, my 335, I had a vent mount. It was just like a magnet. And I kind of hated it because it like chewed up the, the vents and stuff. And then the little tab you used to adjust the vent came off because, oh. you know, I was flying around because I drive like a maniac. So <laughs> um, I had to get something different. And I found the Renline uh, phone mount, which actually 
use a bolt underneath the trim. So it's um, not mounted to a vent. It's underneath your trim. Yeah, it's like huh. literally mounted to like a, where a factory bolt is. And you just kind of like um, sandwich the plate in between it. And then it, it, it's on the right side of the radio. It looks super clean. I'll probably make a post on it uh, on my Instagram. Well, you have the vid- When are you going to edit that video? Uh, tonight. And okay. I'll probably t- post it tonight too. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I know uh, DJ Dub ha- had it in his E46 or E90. I think he has like a couple products from Renlin. I can't remember if he had it in his E46, but I've seen him use those products. Yeah. So it kind of like prompted me to check him out. And I saw that they had an E46. If, uh, if he's using that product, know. it's definitely passing the, the Wendell test. And I'm trying <laughs> to do more of like a high end build. I'm not trying to yeah. like, like it's got to look clean in the interior. Um, not that like just a regular vent mount isn't, but I'm trying to make this build like really high quality. I don't blame me, dude. I'm the same way too. I've, recently started doing high-end products on my car yeah and i'd love to get to that point to where everything is like that and there's a weird phase like i someone comments on my videos like oh you have a an inventory air box but you have an ebay diffuser and i'm like yeah i'm in the middle of a phase right now like trying to get that i can't go out and spend two thousand dollars on an under tray yeah it doesn't make any sense right now i'd rather go buy e88s or michelin 4s like i'm trying to get to that point so and same with that federal comment this morning i'm like yeah it's not necessary. i'm going through like a phase to make it better and it, sure if i had thirty thousand dollars sitting i'd have a crazy yeah. built m3 <laughs> yeah i don't think people realize that the parts are crazy expensive if you want michelin tire, tires you're paying what 1500 1500 bucks yeah that's so much money. That's that's your that's like rent. It's yeah. like, dude, do you want to pay your rent to live somewhere? Or do you want new tires that you're probably going to go to the track with once a year? <laughs> yeah. At my at my point right now. So, um, what were we even talking about? Oh, the mount. Yeah, that the when I felt the quality of it, it's really nice. Yeah, it's super nice, and it's like all painted, and I just I just feel like it's super sturdy. And with that car, like, you know, I'm gonna make it more into a track car. So I want something that's actually gonna hold my phone. Yeah. Not slide around. So I, I wonder how those guys in the Nurburgring hold their phones because their phones when they have their track time, those things don't move. Oh, they a need centimeter. Like, I think they use like mounts that literally like cage in your phone. Oh, uh, maybe like suction mounts too, or not probably, suction, but like something crazy. Probably like bolted down to some interior trim. Yeah, that's what know. that's what you have to have when you're doing 150 turns or whatever the Nurburgring is. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's cool. I think that the the look of the phone holder is nice, and I think a lot of people uh, under value having stuff like that yeah because i have a v1 valentine one radar and i only ran the cigarette lighter for the last year i got my car a year ago as of this month or next month and oh people always like dude hardwire that thing hardwire i'm like it doesn't bug me that much yeah and then i hardwired it it bugged me a lot before yeah i never realized it now that all my stuff is hardwired and it, it sits underneath my rearview mirror it's so much better just like you know when you go to reach in your passenger seat like for your backpack, you're not grabbing a wire. Yeah. It's not flying around when you're taking an on-ramp at a hundred. Like all those things, it, it makes such a big difference to have a $40 mod to my yeah, car. Exactly. Yeah, that, that actually, I need to actually go check it out. But yeah, it's nice. It seemed clean from your photos. It's not like top tier quality, but it does the job. You know, I'm sure there's yeah. another one that was like 130 or 115. And the one I bought was 45. And it yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, it's diff- a couple different small things, but it all does the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to like make the interior, especially kind of really high quality. I mean, same with exterior. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to like put anything cheap in there because the interior is where you spend your mo- the most time. Yeah. And you look at it the most too. Yeah. Yeah. I made a poll on the Facebook group 
of the M3 owners. And now it was like, should I buy a KMP steering wheel or E88s? And a lot of people are like, you should buy a steering wheel because you have so much time in the car. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But then the outside will look 10 times better. Well, so. it's, it's also different because you are a YouTuber and you post on Instagram all the time. So I think I prefer E88s. I think that would be so cool for you to have. The KMP steering wheel honestly seems a little bit overkill for a street car. I mean, maybe when you start tracking it, but I don't even know what, like what, what are the other features that it offers? Is it like a quick release or? Yeah, it, ha it has a quick release and it looks really cool. But I think that when you have like the clicks in it, it's way more satisfying. Yeah. It gives you much more control. And I personally, I like it for just the looks. Yeah. Because when you look at it and you see it inside of the car, it just looks so damn different from anybody else. And like I said, like the, the only thing that bugs me though is that it has no airbag. So when you're driving around on the street, it's like super sketchy. Yeah. So you got to be very, very careful. Like I watched a video from Robert Mitchell. He talked about how the harnesses and a helmet is much more dangerous than just a normal seatbelt. Yeah. Because your neck can extend way out and it can hurt it can, a lot of neck injuries happen. Yeah. So if you're going to do helmet and harnesses, he recommends a Hans device. Yeah. Which Hans device essentially is, uh, uh, I guess like, um, I don't want to call it rope. It's like, what would it be? It's hard to explain. It's like, is, two, a, is a Hans device the neck brace? No, it's not. That, so what it, the hand it's, it's restraint. two things that on each side of your helmet, it, it has like, uh, two oh, like toe yeah, hooks yeah. imagine two yeah. toe hooks and they strap to like the the harness bar too yeah so when yeah, you crash so, your, your head can't move yeah yeah that's smart to have but like can you imagine trying to do that every day dude imagine trying to drive my three minute commute you get, you get pulled Honda over <laughs> and they're, he's like why are you strapped in and the cop is like <laughs> he's like trying to pull me out i'm like no you're not getting me out of this thing bro. <laughs> my head is just stuck in the seat so I, it's pretty intense with how much i didn't know about running harnesses on the street yeah. and i've had people on facebook they're like don't do it and i'm like i don't care i ran harnesses in my e90 for a while and i loved it yeah. but dude the safety precaution you got to take with those you're well, gonna it's hurt also like bad you can get stuck in those too so if you get in a crash and the car's on fire you can get stuck in a harness pretty easily compared to like a seatbelt it's just one click yeah you know but i think it'd be cool to have harnesses back there for when you go to the track or oh, when yeah. you go to the canyons and you want to do spirited driving um, and there's not a lot of people around. Yeah. But I think it's important to keep the seatbelts in there as well. Well, like the I, ones. I've ran both before and I like to have the option of it. It's just when you're in a video and you have your camera facing towards you and you run harnesses, you just look cooler. Yeah. That's a, the end of the day. Like it's just cool for looks. And I'm at the point now, like you were talking about how, you know, you're younger than me and I'm getting to the point where I'm almost 30 and I'm maturing. I feel like where, my exhaust was cool for like 30 minutes. And yeah. then I'm like, no, 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 no. I need something quieter. And for the first yeah. time in my whole life, I've considered an Acropofitch exhaust. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and I think this is literally just because we hang out so much, but I thought I would love that exhaust and it's too much. It's too much for and you. And I'm, I'm 21 years old. Yeah. I'm like a child basically. <laughs> you know, I feel like a teenager still. And I honestly do not like that as much. And I usually like the uh, kind of obnoxious stuff. But I think the Kropovich exhaust, after watching so many videos from Robert Mitchell on all those uh, Shermer GT yeah. M3s that have that exhaust, I think it's like 
the best option. It just gives like the right V8 sound without being way too loud. And you can, you'll hear, be able to hear the air box so much more. The induction noise is great too. And the cars sound good. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, it's $6,500 for not even any sound. But at the end of the day, what happens is that you get something that is, is relatively good sounding, but you, when you do the titanium exhaust, I believe, obviously you save weight. I believe yeah. that it's primary delete. So you get 40 horsepower. Yeah. Which is a lot of horsepower. My car right now has the OEMX pipe on it because my setup was just too much and it's so slow. Oh, did you already install something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? It's back to stock right now. Oh. Yeah, I had to because it was just too loud. I, I thought it, it's cool for the video and it's cool for the weekends, but dude, it's way too loud. And I know people are like, oh, you can close the exhaust, you can do this, but I just decided to go back to the OEMX pipe temporarily. Yeah. And then um, well, I'm still, I didn't have time to talk to the company about what I want to do next, but. It's a cool setup for people who are down to be loud, like very yeah. loud, which it sounds nasty. Yeah. But it's not it's not for me right now, dude. Yeah, I, I understand that. And I mean, the more we like kind of obsess over some of those like, you know, Shermer cars, the more I realize that I want something that's more functional than just like kind of show off because but it's also like seeing I don't know. I saw that one, that one guy, Fabson or whatever his name is mm -hmm. on Instagram. Dude, my dream E92 M3 is a space gray mm -hmm. with the gold BBS ED8. Space so gray nice. is such a nice color and oh. it's so subtle, but it's so, it, it's so fitting for an M3. It is. It suits it well. When you have a set of gold E88s with the silver lip on it, it just, it looks like it works properly. Yeah. So I understand that completely. What, What's on the radar right now for the E46? Like, I know that you want to do a bunch of stuff, but what are you eyeing at, like, right now for the next, like, um, 10 to 20 days? So I've noticed that the the front right shock is kind of making a little bit of noise. So I definitely want to get coilovers pretty soon. I haven't even reached out to any companies about coilovers. Ideally, I'd want to run the Olin's Road and Track mm. with the Vorslack camera plates. That's $3,000. <laughs> so... I'm going to reach out to a couple companies that actually stock them and see if they'd be willing to do, you know, YouTube videos on it. Cause I'd make tons of videos. I would do unboxing install kind of like what you did for your plenum. Yeah. Um, and I think you'd love to put that on your channel too. I would, dude, insane. hundred percent. I know slicer just started selling some crazy kits on his cars. Like, yeah, but they're dude, they're pricey. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I could afford that. Just drop three grand on it. But so coilovers are first, and I do want something with a lot of adjustability because eventually one day I do want to track the car. Yeah. Even if it's just for like twice a year or whatever. But you already have sway bars front and rear, right? Sway bars, yeah, but oh, the it does get rid of a lot of body roll, but you definitely need stiffer springs and actual shocks that can like dampen for the spring rates. Because mm -hmm. right now you can tell the shocks are really soft and then the springs are stiffer. So it's just not a good combination, and they don't have... There's no camber plates, so I can't adjust the front camber at all, oh. which I really want to be able to do, and I need to do that for the wheel setup that I want. So, What's your wheel setup you want? Uh, my ideal wheels right now that I've been like obsessing over are the Apex FL5. Uh, I believe they're 18 by 9.5 ET22. I'm giving you all the specs. Do you think that anyone from Apex right now is watching this because I, I hope, hope they so. I hope they notice our wall. <laughs> I've been here. They do. They've been here for since, a while since day one, man. Yeah, those Ugh. like I want like a square setup like that, and but to run that you need three degrees of camber in the front, which is quite a lot. But 
It looks good like that. It looks amazing. Yeah. So I, I want to do the same too. I want to run three degrees up front. Yeah. I was going to yesterday and I, 714 tires is great, but they take a long time. Yeah. It's just tough. They, you know, sitting there for three hours and they, they hooked it up and everything, but uh, the car feels so, dude, like I was telling you last night, man, driving on Jamboree, the yeah. car, I just drove for like an hour yesterday. An alignment makes or breaks a car. Like this guy, Birdo on Instagram, we were talking about it and he has a E92 race car. And uh, I've never had such a professional alignment and balance on my car. Not to mention that I had a screw in my tire for who knows how yeah. long. And then I drove home and I hit another nail in my tire twice in one day, I guess. Damn. And uh, thankfully, my friend Art hooked it up and saved me. But So you got a full alignment. Did you do a corner balance with you in the car? Yes. So I sat in the car oh, and yeah. held the steering wheel. Yeah. They raised me all the way up. And then I watched the laser shoot back and forth. I had yeah. all my wheels mocked up and then... Uh, they put me back down. We adjusted some camber and then everything was set to go. But I got a DM yeah. from MRF and he's like, that's not how you should align it. Like I was oh, like, really? whoa, I might go to, cause like I know Lang racing development has a really good like corner balance oh, system. Yeah. Cause I, I think that's something I want to do just because when it's just you in the car, you don't want it to feel like one one side is a little bit heavier. Sure. Which usually that's what happens. So you can well, my, my adjust right, for that. My right side was much heavier yeah. for sure. Like I knew it now. When I sat in the car and they did the balance and every, like we took off all the wheels, we balanced everything, we patched up one spot and then put it back on, got on the alignment rack, did like a, a 30 minute alignment. Yeah. And I, I got, a, you know, I drove home and I just went, I'm sorry, I drove to the office. I worked all day. I was, I was Memorial Day, worked from like one to 7 p.m. <laughs> and then I drove to J a Jamboree and I was like, wow. Yeah. Like you hit a couple bumps, you go through like a couple inclines and you get on a straight and you're like, Holy crap, dude, this car is complete. Yeah. There's no vibration. It's so responsive. I'm in love with the car all over again. Alignments are literally like such a big deal. Undervalued completely. Yeah. And I right now I'm like waiting because I, I have to get my coilovers first. Yeah. And then but the tie rods on my car need to be replaced. And then the right wheel uh wheel bearing needs to be replaced. So it's a crunchy. Um they were like shaking the wheel a little bit and it had it some play. Oh. So I'm going to replace that. But yeah, I just need to do like a couple more things before I get like a, a true alignment that will be on the car for a while. Yeah. Um, and I'd love to do wheels too, but I don't know. That, that's like another five grand right there. What do you think about Patreon? Um, I think it's smart, but I think if we were to do it, we'd have to offer obviously extra stuff that people could like OnlyFans gain access to. Yes. Like <laughs> very sexual pictures of me. <laughs> Um, every week <laughs> I'd, I'd be willing to offer that. Dude, I had some girl that I've known on Instagram for 10 years, hit me up about her only fans. Really? And I was like, Whoa, like th is she that desperate? I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's, I understand that I respect the hustle and I get it. Like I know yeah. some girls that are making like stupid money off like bath water, like the grossest Ugh, thing you can yeah. think of. That's just so foul, but I, dudes are out there buying that stuff. And if girls see the opportunity to make money, especially during quarantine and dude, I wonder the stats on this. How many girls went into quarantine, got fired from their job or laid off, whatever, started at OnlyFans, and now they're making times 50 what they were making before? Too many. There's too many horn dogs out there. And dudes are willing to pay for it, man. Exactly. It's free out there, and dudes are willing to pay for it. I know. It's crazy, man. But I know. Like, just There's so many, so many porn sites. It's like, why, why do you need to get something specific? And you got to pay for it. It's like, dude. Yeah. But going back get it. to the original subject, I feel like uh, I've been watching... TMG with Cody Co and Noel and yeah you just get to see how their business operates and they're 
180 episodes into podcasting. Yeah. Man, it's it's crazy. Their Patreon's up to $55,000 a month. That's that's crazy. And they split that just in half. And it's so, like, that's just from podcasting. Let alone ad revenue from both their channels and Noel's gaming channel and yeah. the one that Cody does with Kelsey. I think he has like another channel and then merchandise and then tours. Yeah. I mean, bro. There's their a lot songs. going. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> they have they've done a really good job, and I'm pretty sure both of them. I mean, at least Cody. I know Cody probably makes more just based on his views, but I'm sure he makes a couple mil a year. I would say so, most definitely. Which is crazy but, for a YouTuber. I mean, and there's even obviously bigger people than him, but it's still crazy. I just ha- I I used to watch his stuff yeah. when he was like coming down to San Diego to hang out with his friend Sam and they would just party all the time in PB. Yeah. And like, he was just kind of a smaller YouTuber, but it's It's such a trip to see. I just think that I respect it more because I've seen him from the beginning Yeah, and we've been, we've been along with them for the last five years. And I just, and it's not even about the money. It's just so cool. They have that much support where they, they make content that people are willing to pay for. Yeah. That's really cool. I know the tour, the, Tours were the coolest thing. Yeah. I could never get tickets to those because they're always sold out. They sell out 10 minutes after they launch the and tickets. They, I'm pretty sure like each audience was like thousands of people. Good for them, for each man. venue. Imagine us doing a live podcast about cars in front of like 500 car people. I'd be so <laughs> nervous. I'd be like, oh, uh, uh, two Jay-Z, uh, swap. I like a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if we could do that though. I wonder if we could come up with some kind of thing where I think it'd be cool since we have mobile podcast stuff. Dude, imagine yeah. setting up two chairs in front of a car at Bimmerfest and doing a 30-minute episode in front of everybody. That'd be cool. Everyone be like, who are those guys? It's like a live show, basically. I think that would be real. I think we should do that. Because that carrying case, you can take with you anywhere. Yeah. So I think we should start doing more. Mobile. I think our next podcast should be tomorrow night in front of our cars. I'm down. I think we should do that. So we're going to change it up a little bit here just to see what else we can do for some spice. Try some new things. Why not? I ain't going to argue with that. So I'm I'm down, man. Yeah, so a couple other things on my car that I want to do, an exhaust for sure. Um, I'm thinking about getting the status group S-E-Z-A uh, mm. muffler on it. Sounded French. E-Z-A. Yeah, it, it's complex <laughs> to say. Uh, I already reached out to them, so we'll see if they get back to me um, on a sponsorship. But yeah, if you're a company and uh, you're watching this, I'm still looking for sponsors. So please hit me up if you would like to join in parker rep at fruitrollups.com that's my email <laughs> that's your new business email yeah i just went ham on amazon not not too crazy but i bought some sparkling water because parker now makes 22 dollars a day on youtube psych and i made like 38 this month so far dang that's pretty good that's some gas it's my first it's my first like 15 days making of being monetized yeah good yeah, a little, you know, 40 bucks. We're going to Javier's to celebrate. You can buy one thing. And it's it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> the roll tacos for 28 bucks. <laughs> Those are actually really good. But, yeah, I uh, what were we talking about? I'm spaced out. I'm, uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't remember either. I just got an email from a company that wants to sponsor my channel, and they own a music app. And nice. uh, I don't know if I eh, – it's not really my thing. Did I really have just car stuff? But my new simulator is – Almost on the way. I just confirmed all the parts today, and that should be here nice. in three weeks, coming from Sweden. Sweden. Shout out to Sim Labs. I'm so excited for this setup, man. I got to go on Fanatec, order all my new gear. Everything is back ordered, but I will find a way to make it work. That rig looks insane. 
It's going to be a dream. I'm going to have to try it out because I'm kind of like on the fence right now of whether do I want to spend, you know, like a thousand bucks on like a full setup or, you know, like, do I really need that? Because like Nate and I downloaded F1 2019 last night and I was playing with the controller and it's awful. Yeah. It's like like I even adjusted the settings to like what people recommended on Reddit. Yeah. And uh, it was still really hard to do. It's just you don't have enough adjustment with like a little joystick. It's tough because you have to have more control, especially with cars going that fast. Yeah. Like drifting school on a controller and driving like Horizon here and there. Yeah. But when you're playing motorsport games, you got to be like precise. So, yeah. But yeah, I think you should, man. I think you should take some of your YouTube money. And I know it's only 30 bucks, but it'll add up over time. I think yeah. just reinvest into that. And um, my roommate Fat was saying like, dude, how sick would it be? I don't know if you told me this. Imagine doing a lap time on the simulator and then going to the track a real track oh, that'd be cool. and seeing where your lap time is there. Yeah. Cause iRacing allows you to download maps and they just came out with Azusa Canyon. Really? So you can race Azusa Wait, Canyon. for real? hundred percent. There's mods everywhere that you can do like re- cool. realistic sounds, drift tunes. Um, they have, uh, Angela's crest, like wow. the smoking tire. They did a review on, on a simulator. They were driving through Angela's crest where That's he does so all his funny. reviews. And there's like, you can download Japanese mountains, like Mount Fuji, like all the craziest wow. things that, I mean, you have to pay for it, yeah. but there's, there's like those ha- not hackers, but like developers who are like, Hey, I'm going to make something for iRacing. I didn't even know that. Like they did like oh, streets. Dude. It's a whole different world than iRacing. That's, That's PC so though. Cool. That's for PC. Yeah. Which I'm like also kind of considering cause Nate was telling me that you pay like 80 bucks a month for like a year and you get like this fully set up PC, which is just a tower, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I- all you need is hook up to your TV. Yeah, it's really it's it's pretty straightforward. I'll show you in the next couple of weeks. You guys will see on my YouTube channel and my Instagram all the process of building the the, the, the rig. And then 100 percent, Parker, I hope you make a dedicated video on your channel yeah. doing like lap times and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I plan on making a lot of content based around it because um, it, it got so much traction on my last channel or my last video I did on it. And then I I just didn't have time for it. And now I'm fiending to get back on racing. Dude, it's so fun. Me and Nate have been doing uh, Forza Motorsport 7 and then obviously F1 last night but Forza is really fun the worst part about it though is there's no penalties so if you go mm. off track no penalties if you hit someone no penalties and so basically it's kind of like a joke you know like there's it's like legit, bumper cars yeah it's like yeah. bumper cars like and I played a game last night and this dude just wouldn't leave me alone just trying to take me off the track every corner and I'm, and then I, you just have to leave that lobby, and it's so frustrating. Yeah. So I want like a legit game where I can actually maybe learn a thing or two about driving through it. So yeah, and there's there's legitimate races that you have to qualify for, yeah. and if you crash, you're done. Yeah, like it's that real. With F1 is considering doing a whole season, I'm pretty sure, with just simulators because they can't the whole COVID thing. You can't really do much. Yeah. So there's a lot of pro pro drivers that are doing this. Um, and we, in episode 12 or 15, we did an episode on talking about how these guys are going from NASCAR and truck racing and rally racing into simulator racing. And they're all doing yeah. just fine. Yeah. All doing just fine. There's a couple of guys who are like, I don't believe in that. And it's like the boomers that are just stupid. It's like, <laughs> dude, get with the times, bro. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to trying to do that and doing the funny videos. Like, you know, you can download a lawnmower. And we'll see how fast we can lap the Nürburgring. You know, there's like yeah. dumb things like that. There's go-karts. There's, uh, you know, there's just cool stuff that I think will open up a lot of opportunity for content mm-hmm. and also just for fun. Like, you know, I go home right now and I lay in bed at like, you know, 730, go through my phone and chill. I'd love to do three or four hours of racing. 
Yeah. Do some streaming. Have you come over and hang out? Like, yeah. I think it's just a social thing I want to get into. Yeah. No, me and, me and Nate have had like such a fun time. And that's why I keep telling you, like, you gotta at least just try Forza. Cause it's not super realistic, but at least it's fun. And like, we literally just laugh the entire time. <laughs> like when people try to like bump into us, we team up on them <laughs> and try to get them back. And it's so funny. I, played forza for years dude i used to do xbox live with followers and it got out yeah. of hand but it was really fun yeah just too many people but i i want to get back into it man let's do it all right well it's 5 20 p.m on tuesday hey. day after memorial day parker's gotta go head over to a shop to talk some biz i'm gonna go head home to make some steak with my roommate and hang out with his cat and then pass out and i gotta actually order some stuff online but Hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's staying safe. Yep. Uh, freestyle podcast, man. I know. We usually, well, we've been trying it more recently where we just kind of kind of wing it a little bit, but we have like a general idea of what we are kind of going to kind of talk about. Um, I like this style more. Yeah, it feels like more like a conversation. I think so too. The before, cool. before it was robotic, which was cool, but I think we kind of got that out of the way and yeah. We'll, we'll just keep doing it like this. So if you guys liked it, please go ahead and leave a comment below. Thumbs up, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Peace. Peace.